0: G'day, partners. Welcome to the preview show for the mailbag Rose Hill, the Runs to the Rose. There's three Group 2s on the card. It looks like a strong betting meeting. Mark Sheehan, we've got you in audio only this week, the voice of uh, Sydney Racing once more. Uh, just on first impression, how does the card look to your eye?
1: Sorry, guys, I didn't have time to put my makeup on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, look, I think a lot depends on how the track plays. We've uh, had a lot of drizzle in Sydney yesterday, so the track was downgraded to a slow six, and the rails at six, so uh, could possibly be an advantage to be up on the speed there. So I think a lot will depend on how the the day uh, the track plays early in the day.
0: Mark Roden, you've just battled your way through Hawkesbury today. Um, no. Your no, thoughts didn't on <laughs> didn't bother. Did bother. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on the the Rosehill
2: track coming up this Saturday? Yeah, um, I think they've been a bit lucky, actually. The, uh, more rain um, was forecast for yesterday than actually fell, so um, they're probably in a better starting position um, this evening than they, they anticipated. I had, I had a bit of a look at the last um, few six-metre rails across a range of track positions, and the thing that sticks out to me is it's, it won't be a swooper's track, whatever the track is, Um uh, even if they're getting off the fence in the straight fence and run will be good and running line will be okay uh, I don't think you're going to be wanting wanting to be wider than that um, Even at the 600, you know like tracking into a three four five wide won't be an advantage from what I can see on these uh, on, on the past history. Okay,
0: beautiful. Uh, we are going to preview the quaddy legs races six seven eight and nine We'll start with race six the run to the rows over 1200 metres. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Farnan's coming off two trials. We've seen Rothfire trial, Old Kirk, and King's Legacy as well. Uh, to your eye, Farnan, if you're going to give it a grade A, B, C, or D for its two trials, what would you allocate that that runner?
1: Oh, I'd definitely give it an A. You're, uh, you're looking at a Golden Slipper winning coming back, and they don't win very often, but um, this horse has stood up at both his trials, so he's rolled along, and I think that bit of edge off the track will certainly be in his favour as well. I think that was the one thing coming back, you know, whether he was a horse who was going to adapt to dry tracks, but uh, he's going to get a bit of cut out of the track straight away, so I think that certainly is in his favour. And is
0: that the way you'll be looking to to bet if you are looking to bet in race six?
1: Yeah, look, I... I From just all reports, uh, look, he hasn't developed a lot and and, uh, isn't carrying a lot of condition from what I've been told. So I think he'd be pretty close to, you know, spot on on Saturday after those two trials. So um, I'd anticipate he'd probably go forward and sit outside Rothfire early and then sort out where he's going to go from there. If Rothfire wants to take him on, he he might just ease off him. Um, So... So as uh, Mark uh, anticipa- or anticipates the track playing uh, on speed, I would uh, I would think he would just be outside the lead and ready to pounce there, where he has won in the past.
0: Mark Roden, price wise, best available currently two dollars fifty. Yeah. In terms of marking Farnan, where have you got him?
2: Okay, first edition I've come up with two seventy, so I'm very close, um, not close enough to well, like, the cannons at two forty, two fifty, or. Uh, whatever you can get at the moment, um, I am. I do have differences with the market, though. I'm, um, I, I have pelts around ten dollars, so I don't have him wildly different. But I don't want to back him. I think I've sort of come to the conclusion he is going to be better when he gets control of a race, and mm. and maybe even at fourteen hundred. Um, he's certainly not going to get control of this race, and I think Rothfire would need to be at his absolute top um, to beat this caliber of field first up, and I doubt he will be. So I've really narrowed it down to Farnan and North Pacific, who I think is another very smart cult. I've actually got him marked around the $4 mark, and there wasn't much edge uh, when I was first looking yesterday, but um, the market seems to be swinging back to Farnan. I can envisage him running shorter, around two ish And North Pacific might be the forgotten horse. He's out to $5 uh, at least already, um, so he's probably a bet for me now, and I'd be very keen to bet if he got longer than that as well. Um, he's the one that um, if um, Rothfire and Farnan... And even Peltzer do put a bit of tempo into the race. He's going to be just uh, smoking his pipe from gate one. As I said, I think Fencing Run will be fine on Saturday. Um, he could be last. Look at them. And uh, yes, I, I just think he's a smart colt regardless. And I think we're probably going to get a reasonable price about him. Okay. For what it's
0: worth, I really like Fun, and I've got it marked two two nineteen to be exact. Um, Did I
2: say it's two uh, twenty? Just.
0: <laughs> I, I lucked around. Round down if required. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'll be having a, a decent wager um, both at 9am and then uh, went once Rob Scarry gets a look at the horse and just putting some in-play lays in just in case uh, he does get nutted late. But I, I think the horse has returned in super order. I was really taken with both of its trials. So can't wait to see how it's, uh, how he returns there on Saturday. We'll jump into race seven on the card, which is the Theo Mark stakes over 1,300. My speed map's going up, and then we'll do the synthetic hold as well, which is the best corporate price available at this stage. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll throw it to you as well, or to, to begin with race seven. Uh, quite a few horses trialling here. There's a couple of first starters in Australia as well. Uh, did you find any angle here in race seven?
1: Um, just the trialers. Rainier had an easy trial, which he normally does. Crack on, crack on, I think would need the run. And Duke of Valentino wasn't knocked about, but I didn't really think he'd be a player here. Senior Fox has been back to the trials and trialled okay, and uh, Riadini didn't really grab me, I've got to say. So, uh, no, not nothing much from the trials, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, this race, I thought Wild well, Planet would be hard to beat myself. Uh, he was luckless there first up when he didn't parade all that great. I can't see a lot of speed here, and I just think he'll lob into the, the gun spot here. I think he should be in the first two or three and uh, ready to pounce, and I think he'll take a lot of improvement for that first up run, even though he... He didn't get much of a crack at them in the straight. The interesting part of this race will be um, if we see a change of tactics with Funstar and then all be forgiven for last start, where it was just uh, necked out the back. So I think that will be the key to the day, uh, Funstar, uh, if the change of tactics see to be even closer.
0: Mark Roden, in your early map, where do you have Funstar? Uh,
2: about midfield. I'm anticipating at least some intent because, as Mark uh, touched on just then, there was absolutely none first up. Did draw a bit wider and it was 1,200 first up, but, um, yeah, just virtually took no part in the race there. From from the middle gate, extra 100 metres, um, not breakneck speed up front either. She shouldn't be really further back to midfield, I would think. Um, a few back markers in the race too. So, yeah, I, I think it sets up pretty well for her. Um, I've, you know, all her forms um, against Phillies, pretty much. Um, she, even when she won the far that was a five-horse field and there are only two in the market and they were both fillies. So... She still hasn't broken out of the age sex bracket yet, um, so this is, in a sense, a step up for her. But, look, if she's going to live up to what we thought she was as a three-year-old, I think she gets an opportunity to do it, and she's better than two to one. I'm, I'm going to take the risk. I've got to mark the 310. She's around that. If she shortens again before Saturday, I'll, I'd be happy to pass. But, if you know, around the 350, I'd be, um, yeah, getting into it.
0: Yeah, i basically found Funstar from Wild Planet. And at this stage, I'll probably just be passing on the race unless i get a, a decent yard push for uh, the Theo Marks. We'll go to race eight, which is the Scirocco Stakes, over 1,200. Fillies and mares. Um, look, it's a, it's a pretty sizable field. There's a few emergencies in. The map's probably of most interest. And we'll point out when we're doing this, Adelong's still in the market. But from what I last saw, there wasn't a jockey nominated for that horse. So... Um, we're sort of just waiting to to see what happens there, Mark Shan. I'll throw it to you to start with. Do you have an opinion on race eight?
1: Uh, yeah, well, for seeker and Hort Brian, her are the ones that have trialled the best. Um, for seeker looks pretty well placed here. She's had three trials. Uh, Gie tried just. Uh, her down in uh, a trial two weeks ago, and then she's had a trial subsequently and, and went terrific, and Hortbury on her actually beat seeker in one trial there, but Fisica was just uh, stayed in its lane out wide, and Hortbury on her got up on the rail, and the, and the barriers are sort of reversed here on race day. So, But I think they both trial really well. Uh, Mizzy um, was some intent in her second trial. Uh, she did run second at Bivouac, but she did look to get a little bit tired to me, and I thought I have seen her trial a little bit better. Okay,
0: are you looking at betting at this early stage or waiting Look, for the Look, I think the secret
1: will win, but uh, 260 is a little bit skinny for me. I'm hoping to get a little bit better, but I think she's been tuned up and ready to go. She should have won this race last year, and arguably she's going uh, better now. Or well, Her form certainly improved uh, after that uh, run in the Shirako. so uh, I see no reason why she can't win. Mark Roden, any angle for yourself at this
0: early point?
2: No, I... Um Pretty similar to Mark, I think. Um, For Seekers, clearly on top. She really is thrown into this race with 55 uh, and looks to get a nice run off the speed and mm. trialling sensationally. Uh, just ticks all the boxes. But again, you know, it's, you're going to have 16 runners in this and do you want to take shorter than six to four or, you know, that kind of region? It's, yeah, it's... The market hasn't missed her. I, I can't get her that short and I'm not desperate to bet against her. The only... Um, I know the comments about Mizzy as well because it's the one that probably on figures has, you know, the capability of testing for Seeker, but she's had a very long break, over 300 days. If Mark thinks, well, she's going to be in need of the run, I suppose we confirm that up with uh, Rob's views from the mounting out on Saturday. Um, she may be uh, in need of this run and, and might be no hope of winning. And, uh, yeah, Hawper on her was the other one uh, 14. I, I presume they just have to go forward and um, stick a right in the race. If she gets across with a minimum of fuss, she she can at least run well, but um, just looking through my prices, there's there's nothing beyond the the two or three they've got at the head of the market that I'd be interested in even speccing. I I really think they've sorted this out pretty well.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. I'd very interested to see what they what the market does in general with Hortbury on her. I wouldn't be surprised if it drifted out a little bit more just with the wide gate and yeah. if that's the case I'd be happy to just have a throw at the stumps really. I, I thought the first up form from that horse last prep was pretty strong and, and two trials were really good so just one of those might might get uh, a slightly better price as a result of the barrier but uh, it's a I guess a nice addition and uh, the mounting yard will certainly give a fair bit of weight to that. We'll, Preview the last race, race nine, which is a benchmark 78 over 1,500 metres. Mark Roden, I'll start with you here because uh, you did find on top first up, are you going to stick with that horse second up? I've
2: I've actually got him third. Um, I've I've got three main chances and they're King's Air. Oh, well, you see, King's Air is the emergency and and favourite or equal favourite. So assuming he gets a run. I've got King's Air, Paper Warrior and Entente, the three. Uh, Betting-wise, there's not a lot of edge for me. Uh, Paper Warrior may be the closest to an over at this point. Um, yeah, Entente was quite good first up, you know, sitting three wide and an unsuitable trip. Uh, I just wonder whether he's... Because both he and Discharge surely do the best work from in front, so what the two stablemates are going to do there, I don't know. Um if he got softened up by his stable mate or had to take, I don't know if taking a trail and trying to out-sprint him over 1,500 would be his go either. Um, so if the map didn't quite pan out for him, I think he could be a little bit vulnerable. Um, Kings Air beat nothing last start, but it's certainly the horse in the race with upside. The horse with that and that kind of SP profile, the market's not really going to miss. I think they've assessed him pretty right. Paper Warrior came through that. What an awful race, really, that Academy won a couple of weeks back, but uh, he was a luckless runner. Um, he's about a 100th up, been been up longer than the pyramids, as they say, but that doesn't really worry me with Chris Waller these days. he's got sticking old word for word to win, you know, 100th yeah. up other day. So I don't think you worry about that uh, with this type of Waller horse. You know, they're just tough old campaigners, and they'll just keep doing what they do. Uh, if he gets luck from Go 2, he can win. And, um, yeah, if he gets out to better than 750, I could have something on him, but it's not... A race I'm tremendously excited about in ins the other one uh, trialed really well uh, I've got it mapped in the free wide line which is the kind of horse I'm going to be opposing on Saturday but if it did get if there were scratchings and it got a better run than that I'd probably have to shorten it up
0: Mark Sheen or three to you do you have any thoughts for the last race
1: yeah I didn't mind law me in but um, you know I'd have to see the way the track was playing it is a back marker but um, this horse' trial particularly well uh, its last two trials have been outstanding had one earlier in the week and just powder the line under a hold and beat Graceful Glamour in a trial prior to that who ran very well uh, in the tramway on Saturday. So, um, look, I know he's got 60 kilos and he is a back marker, but uh, I think uh, he'd be tuned up to go first up. Kingshire Air, uh, a little bit worried about gate number one. For him, he's a massive yeah. horse. So just worried um, if he gets boxed up on the inside there. But with 54 kilos, like potentially he is the best horse in this field. And I wouldn't be surprised if Mito ran a little bit of a better race, uh, just got too far out of its ground uh, after missing the start. But uh, law me in each way uh, if they can make ground in the last for me.
0: Yeah, and I'll be paying attention to if they can make ground. At this stage, I've got Betcha flying as a a slight over, which is always a concern, but uh, didn't mind the, the jockey change. And I think the barrier just... I think Hugh Bowman will probably be reasonably hungry, I think it's fair to say, returning to racing there on Saturday... Um, and look, it's a horse that has posted a, a good second up figure uh, in both starts so far throughout its uh, career. So that's why I'll be angling in race nine if the track allows. Mark Sheehan, I'll throw it to you, do you have a best bet, best value bet or a best lay for the card?
1: um i thought uh, she's ideal would be hard to beat in the third and i thought Mowanga would win race five but uh, Mowanga would be certainly one that you'd have to look at uh, track pattern because i think he'll probably get back even though they did get slow at newcastle last start and he did get shuffled back i think he'll probably settle off the speed there but um that win at uh, newcastle was outstanding in my opinion i don't think he's bumped into any world beaters there and i think she's ideal will hopefully be ridden a little bit more aggressively early and uh Take up a better position. So they're the two that I like on the day.
0: All right, Mark Roden. For yourself, do you have the best bet, best
2: value, or best lay bet? Um, I'll make Funstar the best, and it, it might be for the last time ever. I think this is <laughs> the third, third time to stand up. I think with a more uh, a more aggressive rider, at least putting her, you know in the front half of the field, uh, which you should be able to attain. Uh, we'll see what she's made of. Uh, if she's as good as we you know as I think, then. Around nine to four, five to two is a good price, and I'll be happy to take it. Other, or she might show herself up, but we'll, uh, we'll find out one way or the other.
0: All right. And i will uh, probably not getting too much of a of a luxury at the moment, but uh, more than happy to throw out fun and, and back it for a decent result. Um, really liked that horse and thought the trials were, were excellent. Thank you to you both for, for joining me here uh, to preview what looks a uh, Pretty decent card, certainly compared with previous weeks. I think uh, we're certainly starting to get a bit more excited about Sydney racing and getting into some of these features coming up. So
1: go well to you both, and we'll catch up on Monday to review it. No worries. Speak to you then.